It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you today, and uh, we're continuing our march through the hour. And coming up tonight, uh, much anticipated fourth congressional district debate between Representative Ben McAdams and Burgess Owen. And uh, very pleased to have joining us uh, today. Doug Wilkes, who is the editor of the Deseret News. And for this conversation, most important, he is the moderator of tonight's debate. Doug, thanks for joining us. Good to be here, Boyd. Uh, this is a big day. This is a uh, this is a race that is always close. The fourth congressional is always going to be a tight race, uh, always on the national horizon, uh, to be sure, and uh, really a national spotlight for this debate, uh, as this is a, a key race seen by both the Democrats. So they need to defend that seat, and the Republicans want to take that seat back into their column for the battle for the uh, House of Representatives. Uh, but I, I want to start, and I think this is so important for our listeners, is to to really look at the one, what is the the role of the moderator? moderator and then I want to get into kind of your approach, kind of your preparation for uh, what's going to take place tonight. Well, certainly the moderator doesn't want to become the story. You don't want to get in the way. Uh, you want to provide an uh, environment, a forum for both candidates to, I bet, yeah, be able to talk to the voters and to, um, you know, emphasize uh, the differences in the candidates to really give the, the would-be voters something to consider. So very much we're looking at a way to engage in debate, but also given the current debates, you know, season, can people keep the time? Can they not talk over each other? So the moderator needs to keep control of the debate, but really kind of take a step back and let the candidates go at it. Yeah. And, and so let's uh, let's talk about your preparations to create that space so that they can have a, a real dialogue. I love the way you said that they, they can talk through the differences and talk across those, hopefully not talk over each other about those differences. Uh, I know you've been burdening some, uh, some midnight oil in the office. They're uh, getting prep- prepared for this. Tell me, what's your approach? How have you gone about preparing for this debate? Well, the real key is the follow-up questions. So on the one hand, you have the framework where a candidate will get a minute or two minutes to respond to a certain question. The other candidate gets to also respond. And then there may be a rebuttal, Mm -hmm. you know, for 30 seconds or a minute. Or I may ask a follow-up question specific. Uh, The follow-up particularly becomes important if the candidate hasn't quite answered the question and you really want a specific answer uh, or a specific policy, you know, can we get to policy? So looking at, you know, anywhere between eight and 14 questions, mm-hmm. we also have tonight um, four reporters who will ask questions and we have two students um, who will ask questions. And so trying to balance all that uh, becomes quite a challenge. Yeah, that's a, uh, we call this the fastest 60 minutes of radio. You're going to be dealing with a uh, super fast 60 minutes of debate tonight. Uh, And that's a challenge, especially when you've got additional moderators in there. Uh, We know there was some criticism during the vice presidential debate that the moderator never really held them to answer the question that was asked, uh, as opposed to what they wanted to talk about. Uh, talk through some of that in terms of the dynamics of uh, you, you mentioned, you know, talking long, talking over each other, interrupting. Uh, I don't think we'll see a, a, a lot of that tonight. Uh, it's not not the Utah way. 
but what else are you preparing for in terms of uh, getting to that essence, those really critical answers? Well, it's not about what you don't get to. It's about what you do get to. So let's say you've planned for 10 questions. Well, if you have a great debate and great conversation on seven of those questions, then you've succeeded. If you try to rush through and you have 10 questions asked, but there's not been any good answer, people haven't learned anything, then you've kind of missed. So it's to be enough of an accordion as a moderator that you can really try and hone in on uh, what's engaging the candidates. Are they going back and forth? And is it bringing something to the would-be voter? So that's that's kind of the, the preparation I'm doing is being versed enough in the issues that you can ask a good follow-up question and uh, help direct the candidates. Yeah, the uh, the art of the follow-up question uh, has been vastly lost uh, in so many forums, and I think we've it's been especially lacking in a lot of the debates locally and nationally as we've gone uh, through this uh, this election cycle. If you're just joining us, we've got uh, Doug Wilkes, editor of the Deseret News, uh, in with us today. He will be the moderator tonight for the fourth congressional district debate between Representative Ben McAdams and Burgess Owens. And uh, again, part of the debate commission, uh, a great connection between many of the media partners in the uh, in the region here. And uh, so as, as you look at that, Doug, and as you start to kind of do the final preparations and kind of honing in there, uh, this has been a district that has uh, been Again, because it is national, it has uh, always been pretty contentious and always a lot of outside interest and outside money uh, being dumped in, usually with really negative attack ads. Uh, is that going to play in Utah? It never seems to quite work out the way the national folks think. Uh, how are you seeing that in this race? Well, of course, um, Ben McAdams won by 700 votes last time, yeah. right? So. Um, no matter what, we knew, we know it's going to be a close race. Um, what's the turnout going to be? Uh, the negative ads you know, have been there for both camps. Uh, I can allow we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. You know, uh, In a time where you want to bring the country together, where unity, people seem to want that. Well, why are you willing to go after each yeah. other in an attack ad? And uh, money becomes a big part of that because the super PACs have a degree of distance from the candidates. But that can't be an excuse, right? You have to kind of own what's going on in your community. Yeah, I think that's uh, so vital. I would love to see some campaign finance reform uh, tying those spends from super PACs directly to the candidates so they would have to own it Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of what those messages are. It's too easy for the candidates to shrug their shoulders and say, well, it's not my fault. I can't talk to them. It's, you know. It, it's somebody else. Uh, that just doesn't quite fly for well, me. Well, and how does the congressman, you know, how does someone representing the 4th District, you're going from, you know, West Jordan to Eagle Mountain down to Nephi. What are the concerns? Can someone in Nephi and someone up here closer to the Wasatch Front, how do you how do you represent both of them? Yeah, so. fascinating stuff. Uh, so last question for you, Doug, just in our uh, remaining minute here. Uh, You'll, you'll get in there tonight. Uh, you'll have a, a great opportunity to frame some of the debates. I'm, we're going to really be watching for those second-level questions. I think those are most uh, the ones that are most revealing. Uh, what else do you hope uh, for our listeners and for those who will watch this debate tonight? Uh, what do you hope they learn as a result of this debate? Take it as a starting point. In other words, you hear an answer, then go look at what they've been doing. What have they been talking about for a few months? If you haven't engaged yet in the election, well, ballots are going out this week. Yeah. Take take a look at who they are and what they are and what they stand for. Uh, do you agree with it? Do you disagree? Um, there's a Republican and a Democrat um, who aligns with your point of view. Uh, how does it relate to the country? 
can they make a difference in the House of Representatives because they are only one voice? So I guess if I had one word to describe it, it'd be engagement. Love it. That's great. Doug Wilkes, editor of the Deseret News, moderator for tonight's uh, fourth congressional district debate between Representative McAdams and Burgess Owens. And, uh, Doug, thanks for joining us. I know it's a busy day for you. Good luck tonight. Uh, we'll be watching. Thanks, Boyd. I'll try to live up to your uh, expectations. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. They'll, uh, I guarantee you this will, there will be better follow-up questions and second-level questions than we've seen in any debate anywhere this year. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for a bottom-of-the-hour break. When we come back, we're going to take an interesting look. We've got a lot of focus on the Supreme Court today. Some are talking about Supreme Court packing. Our next guest thinks that the answer may be to have Fewer judges, not more. Find out why next on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.